0: Hi, welcome to episode eighteen of the Cadaver Lab Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Sam. And we're here with a Christmas episode. We're gonna talk about three kick ass Christmas shows. Sam loved every one of them.
1: Oh, they were awesome.
0: And uh, what what's going on?
1: Just trying to survive the snow. Yep. It's really about it. It's freezing here. It's cold. Lots of snow and rain and
0: we yep. uh, were supposed
1: to get a really big snowstorm on Christmas too. Oh really? Yep. Uh, so
0: that'll be good. That'll
1: be- so Merry Christmas to everybody because I guess we're going to get this out by
0: Christmas. I'm going to try to get this done tomorrow night okay. because tomorrow night I, of course, don't work Christmas Eve or anything like that, so I can stay up late and we'll get it out. And well, I
1: started converting the clips for the movies. Oh, so. I did. Oh, yep. Cool.
0: Yep. I wonder if anybody's going to have time to download these before Christmas. <laughs> well, so you, it may be after Christmas, but uh, you know, we hope you had a great. We week. were there for you before Christmas. So. Exactly. <laughs> Well, uh, you know what? Speaking of Christmas, we got a Christmas card from Metal Mikey. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for that. My wife looks at it, and she was just shocked that the Cadaver Lab podcast would receive a Christmas card. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, fine. It says, uh,
1: Mike and Sam, ho, ho, ho. It's the holidays and time for caring. So be sure to care about junk, safety, along with the usual seasonal cares. Hope you have a merry, very merry Christmas from Metal Mikey.
0: Ah, Metal. Awesome. <laughs> well, I, I was funny how shocked my wife was. I'm like, don't you realize that we reach? People,
1: people care. They care about people us. People care about us. They like us. By the way, I mailed out bracelets today. Yes. We got orders over the weekend, so uh-huh. today was the first time I could do it, and I sent those out to everybody that ordered. So be watching for those. Enjoy that.
0: Speaking of sending stuff out, I have a few of our cadaver prize discs still to Send out and but the problem is is my I just have to finish them up, put them together, and my printer ran out of ink, so I got to wait for that to show up to finish up making the prizes to send out.
1: The legal, very legal
0: on the up and up prizes. Absolutely, I know. I know. If anybody wants illegal stuff, they have to contact me personally. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, so um, you know the Midnight Horror Show? Yeah, yeah. We uh, apparently we're just going back and forth with those oh, no. guys. And, uh, you know, Lucas called in, you know, cool guy. Yeah. Apparently, we called him a douche two episodes ago, <laughs> and then that's why he said douche so many times, oh. and that's why we ended up with the Vigingivitis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, man, we were just kidding around. I oh, think, I know. I think, he, I think he thinks we were serious. Oh, really? That we really don't like him. Oh, no. We, we we really
1: thinks he's a douche. No, I really appreciated the, I mean, I know we appreciated the phone call when he called in.
0: Absolutely. And that's a term of endearment.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's just like, hey, buddy. Yeah, you we know? just say, hey, douche. Hey, yo, douche. It just rolls off the tongue a little bit.
0: You know what? Taking it out of context, if you would have said the douche rolls off the tongue, that's may have gross. been a little
1: weird. That is a little <laughs> disturbing.
0: No, but no, seriously, man, in all seriousness, and I'm not kidding for once, we're just, we're just being funny. We're trying to be funny. Yeah. All right. Don't start a war with us. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> we know? have too much
1: respect for everybody else out there. We are not... Well We are not thinking that we're that we're so up there and, and no way. highbrow that we can start talking trash about other podcasts because that is in no way, shape, or form what our show is well, about. Well, plus
0: all. I listen to their show, even though they don't listen to our show as yeah. much, I listen to every episode of their show. Right. And I enjoy it. Well
1: does it make you feel better if I say I haven't listened to their show? That doesn't make me feel better at all. Oh, okay.
0: Do you, you don't even really listen to other podcasts. Yet. I,
1: you know what? I don't, and and here's the reason. Here's here's why I don't listen to other podcasts. Why? It's not. It's not that I do that on purpose. It's that I've spent my time trying to catch up on horror movies to the point where right, if right. I can either. I, I don't work a job where I can really listen to it. To podcasts
0: well right. and neither can i and that's a problem but i still manage to do it
1: yeah no that's good and driving if, around and though. if i have time then i i need to be doing that but usually i'm watching a movie before bed or something like that so that i can like i watched rainbow and the serpent and jacob's ladder this week those are the two <laughs> what, that what i tried did, to get what through what did you watch jacob's ladder and rainbow and the serpent <laughs> it's the serpent and the rainbow <laughs> yeah. shit damn it yeah <laughs> go back and edit that right oh, now oh no it's dangerous buzz <laughs> Yeah, the uh Serpent and the Rainbow? Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, the Serpent reminded me of myself when I was a boy. The Serpent <laughs> I'm just
0: The Rainbow reminds me of you when you were a boy. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I don't know what that means.
1: No, it was but it was uh I mean they were good shows and and
0: you know. No, but just to get back in, you know, cuz here's the here's the thing. We also, you know, it's it's uh it's uh what's it called? The College Football Bowl picking. Oh, yeah. I went on their forums and I was talking so much shit. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Just about how I'm the... You know, and I'm just screwing around. I don't really think I'm the best. That's awesome. Well, you know, I may think I'm the best, but whatever. But you know what? Uh, in all seriousness, we are just shitting you. We... I love it. You guys' show is great. But I think he was serious today. Because they were... I was listening to their latest today. And he seemed a little pissed off. Oh, really? And I'm like... I was like, oh, crap. I <laughs> 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 just being a dumbass. Okay. But... Uh, You know, now that we've gotten that out of the way, I just, you know, I want to make them happy. That's good. All right. Because in the past, you know, they've gotten in some shit with some other guys. Right. And we
1: don't want to do that. We don't. It's it's not worth it. No, we have too much respect. So, yeah, please don't misconstrue that.
0: So, I got, I just wanted to throw out something. I don't know if everybody remembers us talking about Sean Gabarin and Angry Gnome Comics. I sent in my short stack uh, issue three. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I sent it in to get signed by Sean. Do you know what he did? What? He sent me issue one and two signed. Oh, really? Yeah, with mine back. Oh, that's awesome. And, and you know, late and uh, I don't know if you remember a little while ago, I was, saying, I was talking about how I won some stuff off of um, Dread Media, and mm-hmm. Dez sent me a couple of, I, I don't know real, really what you call them, uh, they call them issue zero, so it's mm. kind of like an introduction to mm. the story itself, and I have one right here, it's called Mercy Sparks. And here, will you hand that to me? Yes. And uh, this is uh, by, it says Josh Blaylock and Matt Mirhoff. But anyway, so basically with Sean sending Hills back, I decided you know what? I read short stack number three. I thought it was good, but I didn't think that I had enough knowledge to really, you know, that's why we had Metal Mikey come Mm -hmm. in the reviews. Well, what I decided to do was read all three of them. And I also read this Mercy Sparks. And I hate to say it, but... There It was a lot of cool stuff. Oh, yeah? I mean, I, I don't hate to say it because, I mean, that's great. That's another way that you can, you know, hear about your my favorite stories. I mean, because there are Friday the 13th comics, hmm. uh, Halloween, you name it, Army of Darkness, stuff like mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff like that. Hmm. You know, we've actually been getting a lot of, of email regarding, you know, the difference between a, what is it, a comic and a graphic, and novel. A graphic novel. And uh, I'm going to read a couple of those because... um I'm not sure, it, it, I can't remember what we, decide, what we decided they were here, but here's one by a guy named Daryl, sent one in. He said, uh, A comic book is a monthly or one-shot graphic publication where a trade paperback is a collection of two or more comics in a single publication, also called a graphic novel. It most definitely is not a complete story, since many, many graphic novels are part of a larger story arc, such as the various Walking Dead graphics graphic novels, uh, he wanted to throw in a zombie reference. The point is that comics are published once for a particular month. Comics can also be a one shot, such as My Name Is Bruce. And uh, he says, "Rock on, love the show." But I just I wanted to bring that up because uh, you thought you were such the shit because you were no, I <laughs>
1: I don't I wasn't sure about that.
0: No, but Sean also emailed and he actually gave us some. Uh, I want I, I'm kind of thinking I want to get into. Them. Oh yeah, I don't have the the money to really go out and buy a hundred right now. Right. So I want to take some that I kind of already familiar with the story. Um, I looked up on Amazon for some of the Friday the 13th ones, stuff like that. But Sean sent in an email, but he said he was saying uh, the walking dead is an outstanding zombie. That's the one that uh, Daryl mentioned here. Now standing zombie story that is more of a character piece with zombies used as a backdrop to force people into these situations. Uh, one called preacher which is a preacher from a small Texas town is merged with the child of a demon and an angel, basically giving him the word of God. If he tells you something, you have to do it, including go screw yourself. But no, I, you know, I don't want to go too much into it because I don't know a lot. I want to read some of those, get into some of them. So hmm. I don't know. That's good. And I have a couple of people here that can help me out with some recommendations. Send them in. Send your recommendations in. It's good bathroom material, except for Sean told me that his short stacks are two pages. And so he said, it's great bathroom material because your legs won't fall asleep. Well, I read a whole one in one sitting, and my legs fell asleep. So, <laughs> sorry. Good, nice try. Um, anyway, let's see. Anything else that we have? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Duh. So what? <laughs> no, <I'm, laughs> there's something I'm going to say for Sam. Something that is a confession that Sam made to me that he's going to deny on the recording, but, but I'm going to bring it up, and I'm going to waste <laughs> it. Um I also want to, uh, real quick, just wanted to mention that uh, we got an email from Rotten138, who that's his handle on the uh, forums, who sent us a link to the Urban Dictionary's definition of Vaginjivitis. Oh, yeah. So, nice. I, we didn't make that up. I, that's the first I'd ever heard of. Yeah. It. Uh, stemming from the psychoanalytical concept of vagina dentata, which is uh, teeth in the vagina, Uh, This condition occurs when the aforementioned teeth are not properly maintained and gum sensitivity (laughs) ensues. Proper use of floss and other hygiene (laughs) products can prevent the early onset of vagingivitis.
1: Well, we were on the right track. We didn't make it up, but we kind of stumbled onto it.
0: (laughs) Holy crap. I I never would have guessed that that was real. Me neither. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Well, also, real quick, we've been getting a lot of votes on Podcast Alley, and... We appreciate it. Yeah. Again. Anyway, you have anything? I've been going off for a minute.
1: No, I, I'm just quietly listening, thinking about how awesome those movies were. So,
0: <laughs> Well, should we go into do some voicemails? Yes. All right.
1: Yo, Mike and Sam.
2: This is Corey again from Midnight Podcast. I just wanted to call in. I know uh, Sam had uh, called on my zombie expertise again about uh, Life Force and whether uh, those are zombies and whether that's a zombie movie. And I actually talked about that on the Midnight Podcast. Oh, a bunch of episodes ago, a while back. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's necessarily a zombie movie, but uh, I do think they're zombies, so it's it's kind of like half a zombie movie. It's more of like a space vampire movie with zombies in it. So, but, yeah, great, great movie for lots of different reasons. <laughs> so, and one other thing, I just wanted to say that Sam has just gone up like a thousand levels in my coolness meter because of his comment about, yeah, he thinks Jason is a kind of a zombie. So that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have one person in the world who agrees with me. <laughs> oh, that is great. But uh, I, I love episode 16. Uh, as always, you guys just do a, a great job, and I cannot wait for the next one to come out. So cool, guys. I'll talk to you later.
0: Hey, Corey, well, I'm glad that you have someone on your bandwagon, but there's one thing you're forgetting. Sam's a big dumbass.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I would
1: assume that everybody would think Jason's a zombie. I mean, under that definition. So if I'm the only well, one... Well, you know what? I was
0: on his I was on his forums today, and somebody was saying that, oh, Jason is not a zombie. And uh, it was actually a guy named Fake Larry. I, he signed up for our oh, yeah. forums as well, but I don't know if he's gotten on there much. And I here, here's the deal with this. My point of view is this i personally don't think jason is a zombie because of it's my gut reaction when i think of zombies i don't think of jason and you know by the way this is going on in like m- zombie podcast so we, we shouldn't get into it too much but the problem is is we need to find an end-all be-all definition of what a zombie is because if you look it up you know some places it's just oh it's reanimated dead flesh or you know, which takes out the voodoo type of zombies because, you know, or it takes out the, you know, I I don't want to get too much into it. But the thing is, is it could be or it could not be. I'm just saying. He is. My gut. Well, <laughs> fine, fine. That's your thing. I'm not saying he isn't, but my gut tells me he's not. And that's the only thing, but I can't, hmm. I just, I mean, it, like Corey said it on a show. He said, you know what, he may, he may or may not be, but uh, you can't. Get rid of that thought that he is, and I'm not going to. But to me, he's not a zombie. Just like, and uh, Fake Larry used the used the example of the evil dead. Are those zombies?
1: I would have to see how they were. I guess if they're we only yeah, we watched yeah actually it if, they are. You yeah. think
0: so? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, and I'm not I'm not going to disagree
1: with you. Yeah, because they were dead and then they're back alive. They're reanimated.
0: Right, but they were possessed. You know, they they. You know, and, that, and that's the difference. The thing is, is again, like I say, we need a better definition of zombie. And until then, I'm gonna go with my gut. Cool, man. Anyway, we'll okay. agree to disagree. All right, that's fine. You know, and I'm not even gonna be a bitch about it and say I'm right. Let's go to the next one real quick. <laughs> even though I should.
4: <laughs> hey guys, this is Jeff from It Came From the Basement. Uh, just giving you a quick call here. Uh, actually, just calling to wish you a happy birthday, Sam. Uh, I see online that it's your birthday, and I uh, hope you have a good one, man. And I uh, hope you guys have a merry whatever you guys celebrate, and, uh, you know, talk to you soon. Take
1: care. Well, hey, thanks for that. I, I appreciate that, and uh, <laughs> me and Mike were talking about uh, making sure that we're not going to take up a whole bunch of time doing happy birthday stuff. So I, I appreciate that, and, and one interesting note. Well, not- what?
0: Did, didn't you hear me say he got it off your Facebook or something? Yeah, no, that's cool. You know what? People care about you, Sam. I, I can tell, and it makes me feel
1: good. But let me tell you an interesting bit of trivia. I think we visited this a little while ago. but us Mila Jovovich oh, shares yeah. the exact same birthday, 1975, <laughs> with me. But, no, thank you for that. I, I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, well, that was really nice. Yeah. You know, you know what? It's it's good to give Sam to just let letting him know that there are people out here that think about him. I know. And that wish him well. Because <laughs> you should see the abuse he takes on our forums. Oh, my gosh. So, so Sam, we all love you. It's, I appreciate that. All right, let's go to the next one. Hey,
5: Sam. Uh, Chris from PA. Um, first, I wanted to clear up, I am not the Chris that uh, made the donation, although I'd like to be. Um, just to uh, clear that up, so the donation, Chris, if you're out there, I'm not going to steal your thunder. Um, definitely a podcast worth donating to. Uh, just don't have the extra money right now to do so. Uh, but I digress. Um, listening to your unconventional vampire movies uh, podcast, I like your choices. Um, you know, like the Right One In um, is a movie that I think is absolutely fabulous um, for its excruciating monotony. Um, and also, like you said, for the bombs that are dropped as well along the way. Um, and I agree with, with most everything you say about it, except for the fact that um, it's a red box. I think that this is uh, definitely a buy. Um, and I understand where you're going, both of you, in terms of you don't want to revisit the way that this film makes you feel, again. However, um, for me, and again, I'm, I'm just talking personally, for me, it's a buy because I own several movies that I've actually only seen once um, because of the fact that they either disturbed me so much or made me so uncomfortable with their realism. And um, although, you know, a vampire movie, you can't say is totally realistic, but the way it's portrayed and... Um, a couple of those movies, like *Requiem for a Dream* and um, uh, *Irreversible*, those are two movies that I actually own, and I've only watched once each. And the the main reason that I own them is because I want them in my collection. I want to know that I have those films, films that I think are incredibly well done, and uh, serve up a powerful message, and 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 come with a force and, and brutality that uh, that few films you know, ever make me feel. So um, in that sense for me personally, guys, I just want to say that Let the Right One In is a um, is a buy for me for sure. Um, again, to put in my collection alongside the movies that I could watch, uh, you know, every day for the rest of my life and still enjoy or the films, like I mentioned previously, that just, I feel that the power um, they evoke and the feelings that they pull from me are well worth uh, celebrating them by having them in my collection. So um, great job once again, guys, and um, I will talk to you soon. Take care and have a uh, happy holiday season. Bye.
0: Well, thanks for calling in, Chris, and uh, I just want to let everybody know, not that I want to skip out on commenting on Chris's uh, behalf, but uh, Sam's wearing a NASCAR hat. (laughs)
1: I got it for free and it's a comfortable hat. <laughs> anyway, well, go ahead. You're going to No, oh, I was going to say so Chris, I uh, appreciate that and when you get your own show you can do your own rating. Just kidding. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what the thing is is I I completely know where he's coming from. I do from. too. And, and and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But I don't I don't know, I just don't Well, and that's the thing. I I can appreciate that because there have been movies that have touched me in a way that I'm like, oh my gosh! It just kind of haunted me right. to where I'm thinking I have got to, you know, at least at least see that again. But the the point with let the right one in is that it was it was one that I just I know I'm never going to watch again just because it was like the way that it was. So I would spend the money somewhere else.
0: The thing is, is with me I can agree with because Chris sounds a little bit like a collector like myself. Mm-hmm. For instance, I have I don't know I don't know how many movies that I have. That I have never seen, but it makes me feel better to have them. Oh, you know, like yeah. I, like a lot. Uh, we that had to, was, we had to pause it because we were interrupted. That was NASCAR talking. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we just had Sam go off on the, one of the dumbest things, and it was this NASCAR thing. You know, I wonder how many NASCAR fans are out there. You know, what, and I can't really talk because I just go by the by like the perception. I never watch it.
1: Listen, I have watched a couple races, uh-huh. and if you watch them from when they start. It's pretty entertaining, but I, I can't say that I'm a NASCAR fan. I don't follow it. I don't have a driver that I really, really like. Uh-huh. Except for Danica Patrick.
0: What's for different <laughs> reasons? Well,
1: she's not really a NASCAR, so now I'm gonna get my ass kicked. Oh but she's not? No. She's you know
0: a- what? I don't care. If somebody can waste me yeah, on no, it's knowledge fine. of NASCAR, I don't know. No, it's doing. fine. But uh anyway. I don't think I'm too good for it.
1: I just you know It's just not something I really care for. Yeah. But anyway, where were we?
0: Oh and uh Chris, you know what? The the Chris that donated We appreciate it. Yeah. And the Chris that didn't donate, we appreciate you too. That's right. That's right. Anyways, Next time, don't buy Let the Right One In and send us some damn money. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you know what? I know that Chris, who just called in, really likes us. Do you want to know why? Why?
5: Hey, guys. It's Chris in PA again. Sorry about that. Um, There was one more thing I wanted to point you guys in the direction of. I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a website um, called quietearth.us. And there's a little blurb on there about a film called Eva and I'm not going to give any way anything away you know in my voicemail um there's like a three minute um clip from this film it is going to be a feature-length film um to be released uh, I would assume in the next six months um but you know to go along with horror sci-fi things like that um I think it's something that'd be right up both your alley um so go to quietearth.us and um check out the uh on the, the main news page, the, uh, the little blurb about this. And there's also, a um, like I said, a three-minute clip. Um, just stunning. So um, check that out. I'd be curious to hear what uh, what you guys say, say about it. Thanks. Bye. Uh,
0: Chris, I did go check out Eva, and it does look really cool. It looks like, like you said, I watched the, the three-minute blurb or however long it was, and I wasn't expecting what was at the end of that. But it turned out... It was really cool, hmm. which, you know, it, it, that reminded me of something Something that we have to do is now, now that we know we're not going to Horror Hand, you mm-hmm. know what we ought to do? What? Is buy a package to go see a bunch of flicks at uh, Sundance.
1: Oh, that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, because there's one called Dead Snow, uh, a zombie Nazi movie oh, yeah? that's coming out and that we could go see it there and it would dominate.
1: Well, I was thinking we could do that, and then also I think we ought to go do some, like, interviews and stuff.
0: Well, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, but we just do it. That sounds good to me. Let's do that. I mean, because
0: at least this year you're not going, so let's do that. No no big deal. What are you going to do? You know, there are other things more important than uh, the podcast. I can't think of any, but... uh, So, anyway, we'll have to set that up, put that together. Yeah,
1: that's cool, man. We'll do a lot. We'll do some fun stuff.
0: All right. So... We just had an interruption again, so I completely lost my train of thought. So let's just get into the next voicemail. Let's do it.
4: What is up, Sam and Mike? This is another fellow Mike calling in, namely Metal Mikey. Uh, It's been a while since I called in. Figured, hey, why not? But, you know, I will be honest. It's not due to any content about Episode 17 because I only just uploaded it into my player I did enjoy episode 16 a whole lot. I should mention that. You got me curious enough to want to see Martin. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've heard Let the Right One In is really, really good, but uh, I might wait for a while for that one. And Life Force I haven't seen in years. I would like to see it again. This seems like one of those movies that's really hard to track down for me. Uh Go figure. But I can at least talk about the subjects of episode 17 because, believe it or not, I have seen all the movies talked about. Probably out of that list, I'd have to say End of Days is strangely my favorite out of that listing. I think it's actually an Arnold movie that doesn't really get a whole lot of recognition. I mean, I don't know. There's just so much neat stuff going on, and plus also Arnie fighting against armies of, you know devil-worshipping cultists and getting pounded on by boards with nails in them. Hey, it's good times, you know, good times. But, I don't know. About Underworld, gotta say, this is a really unpopular choice for me, but I actually prefer the second one to the first one. A lot more happens in the second one that's actually more interesting than in the first movie, And, yeah, first movie just comes off as way too pretentious. Second one, I could tell they were just like, oh, let's just throw a bunch of really neat crap in it, and we'll see what happens. And sure enough, I walked away going, hee, this is fun. But, yeah, first one really bored me to tears when I first saw it. Don't really have that much high hopes for the third one, because no disrespect to Rona Mitra, but she's no Kate Beckinsale. There, I said it. And I did see that your new campaign did bring some fruits. Uh, Once uh, the financially trying season, a.k.a. friggin' Christmas, is over with, then I will be more than glad to lend my financial aid to the cause of loving your junk. But I do it mainly for the benefit of other people's junk. I don't think of it as selfishly endorsing my junk, because my junk... For all the action it sees, it may as well just be there for decoration. But I'm doing this for other people's junk. Ah, uh, yeah. But anyways, figure I'd call back. Uh, say hey to everybody. Oh, all the Cadaver Lab uh, students, I guess? Yeah, we could call the whole group students. Cadaver Lab students are going to have themselves a very fine Christmas. Me, I'm hoping so, but I just want to get it out of the friggin' way. Anyways, catch y'all later. Talk soon. Bye.
0: Well, you know what, Metal Mikey. Once you buy one of the Love Your Junk bracelets, you can mess around with it in a way that uh, will make your junk not just a decoration. There, uh, it, it comes with diagrams we send along with the bracelet right. itself to help out in any way you, you whatever. And 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 know this,
1: that there's some mystical quality of the bracelets that attract people to love your junk. So if you're not going to get action, I don't know what to tell
0: you. <laughs> Put one on and magically you will you will have others love it. Well, <laughs> I don't know. weird saying I don't, it to I don't know dude. about
1: others because it's on your wrist. However,
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, your, junk, your junk will be it loved. Maybe just gives a little wrist support. Yeah. <laughs> Gross! Damn it! Oh, and also, Metal Mikey, Ronamitra, e? Eh? You, did you just say that she wasn't one of the hottest women in the world? Let me point you to a film called The Hollow Man, where she had a small part. Was she the rape victim? Ooh, yeah, she okay. where, across the, across yeah. the way. That's the only part I remember. Oh that movie. My
6: gosh, she was hot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just recently watched that, and oh, sorry yeah. to say it in such an intense voice, hmm. but oh my gosh. Wow. I think she's i think she's uh, right around our age, too. Really? Yeah, she's almost over the hill. Ah! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. What? Oh. Uh, cutting that out. But anyways, thanks for calling in, and also thanks again for the uh, kick-ass Christmas card. Yep. That was awesome. Yep. You know, I forgot to bring the, You know, we have one more voicemail. Let's listen to it real quick.
7: All right. Greetings, Sam and Mike from sunny, tropical Detroit, Michigan. Wow, it's beautiful outside here. The weather is almost as cold as our job market with uh the temperature gauge reading 14 right now and Monday's high predicted at 19. I don't know how it is in Utah, but it's just beautiful here. I love the winter. Uh yes, you can sense my sarcasm in this. Uh by the way, if you I didn't mention it, this is Otter. Um yes, other sarcastic things. You mean, guys the stuff that's on the nightly news and in the newspaper, you know, isn't exactly, completely, 100% true of what happens everywhere else in the world? I mean, how dare our country and news media want to use a little propaganda in their things and tell us that everybody else in this world is bad. That's like saying all those action movies from the 80s, like your Rambos and Mission in Action and Top Gun and Red Dawn, they weren't somewhat propaganda films. Now, again, I know the Cadaver Lab is not express everybody's uh, opinions and other stuff, like some of their listeners, or one of those dumb little uh, warning intros before uh, commentary on the movie. But anyways, another outstanding show, guys. Um, Musically, enjoyed a little Christmas tune, and I enjoyed the Alice in Chains. You know what, gentlemen? I don't think thus far you've had an episode that hasn't had some music that I enjoy be really amazed if you got through an episode and was like, God, those two songs sucked, or I hate those bands. But if I can make a recommendation, Mike, you're a King Diamond fan. It's a week of Christmas. Where's No presents for Christmas by the King? Anyways, uh, three good movies. Have enjoyed them all. And just a comment about the, uh, the shooting abilities, marksmanship, if you will, of the lichens and vampires from Underworld. As my cousin would put it, where the hell they go? to uh, learn to shoot the Stormtrooper Starfleet Academy or something. Oh, well, guys. And uh, also, to the girls on the forum that are looking for uncircumcised penis, God, that just sounds horrible. Well, I really just wanted to wish everybody at the Cadaver Lab a Merry Christmas, or in some case, a Happy Hanukkah, or maybe even a Crazy Kwanzaa. Well, anyways, guys, Merry Christmas. Have a Happy New Year. Talk to you soon.
0: Bye. First of all, I want to express that that's why we are in the podcasting business, because there's nobody telling us to put spin on our newscast and we give it to you direct and straight. That's right. <laughs> that's you, media! What, what the... I didn't say that what? out loud. That, I think that's number one. I think that is number one. Uh, we always cut that out N- when you one. say it. Well, uh, yeah, but that one's going in. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Uh, secondly, uh, 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 you know, I forgot someone metal Mikey's he, he, he was saying how he hated or didn't like number one of underworld, but he liked number two a lot. Mm. Like, you know, it's unbelievable. Mikey hotness. Yeah. Plus that blonde chick on there was not ugly either. No, she wasn't. But, um, getting back to, uh, otters, the, uh, it's not much warmer here. We're, no, we're it's probably cold. 10 degrees warmer though. Yeah. It's cold.
1: I've spent some time in the Ohio area, though, that's, yeah. in fact, in Toledo. Is that, um, is that close to, to Michigan? Yeah, it's it's Well, yeah, it's, it's like uh, 30 miles. Oh. 30, oh well, Toledo's right, like, eight miles away, I think. But, it, oh, but really? anyways, but D- Detroit is, is about 30 miles away. But it is cold,
0: man. Is it? it is cold oh. out there. So I know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas. You're right about the, oh, by the way, Otter, why did you bring up an uncircumcised penis? You mind uh, calling in or emailing us about that? Because he said, oh, speaking of women on the thing and uncircumcised penis, have yeah, a great Christmas. Yeah, we didn't we didn't understand where that was going. <laughs> Actually, somebody put a picture of an anteater. I think it was Florida <laughs> Possum. Put a picture of an anteater on the forums and said, the uncircumcised penis looks like this from the eyes down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, anyway, you know, I wonder if I could rummage through... And find that that request from Otter. Let's do it. thanks for that request. Now I am in a Christmas spirit, but Sam actually had to leave the room for a moment, so I'm going to just chit-chat about something that I found most disturbing about Sam that he didn't want to talk about on the show, but uh, we all need to even crap about. He has read through all the Twilight books, and he cannot wait to see the movie. Now, he's not here to defend himself, so maybe it's a little, I don't know, backhanded of me to do this. Maybe I don't understand. Maybe I just don't understand why. I mean, I'll be honest. I have not read the books. I've had no desire to read the books. I have no desire to see the movie, although I have seen trailers and things like that that actually have made me not want to see the movie. I don't know. I thought this was a girl thing. What's the draw for Sam? That's something that we all have to think about and uh, try to figure out because I just don't get it. But anyway, I'm going to leave that part in, but uh, let's make sure not to talk about it. All right, so there you go. Good tune. No presents for Christmas. That's good stuff, man. Getting no presents for Christmas? That's not even no, no, that up. that would not be good. <laughs> uh, I also want to throw out one thing that uh, Corey, or Rotten138, has sent in a couple of songs for us to play, to check out and play. He's also sent us a couple of death scenes. We're not going to use them. I just, I just wanted to give him a heads up. We appreciate it. We're not going to use them this episode uh, because they seem to go more along in line with our next episode, which we will talk about a little bit later. Yes. Anyhow, so, um, Twilight, you read the books. I, wait, which ones were those? Whatever. Just so you know, while you were gone taking a shit, I told everybody that you were going to deny everything (laughs) that, that, uh, that you read them, you really want to see the movie, but you're going to deny it all.
1: I, no, I, I, if we're talking about that vampire movie, like the vampire stuff, my wife did go see that movie. She's actually seen it twice.
0: And you want to see it. No. What? No. And you've read the books? No. And you've read the
1: books. I I have not read the you books. Know, I know you're lying, dude. I I've, I've thumbed through the one that my my wife had one, but I have not uh
0: You know what? I already <laughs> told All right, shit
1: <laughs> <laughs> I tried as hard as I could. <laughs> All right, I got sucked in. Listen, it was a bad time of my life. There was I was in between series of books. <clears throat> I read these awesome books called um uh, the, the Song of Fire and Ice Whoop, awesome, awesome books. What, what kind of books are they? Well, the funny thing is, is they're fantasy books, yeah. and so it's like it's kind of like knights and stuff like that. Uh-huh. However, you would think it's just completely uh-huh. stupid, but somebody turned me on to these, uh-huh. and I read them, and these are the best books I've ever read. Who, who is the George author? R. R. Martin? really he the 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 did books are dude just, wrote them. these these books are awesome, anyways, so I was waiting for his book to come out, and then it got pushed back till spring, and so my <laughs> wife had these books, and I was sitting around and didn't have much to read, and so she's like just try it, and so I started reading them, and i got I read them <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, really right, right when you were gone, I was like "He's he's gonna deny everything but <laughs> I mean, it was- I did pretty good for All a minute, right. but then yeah, I had to give in,
1: but actually no the movie the the pre the previous to the movie have looks completely stupid and luckily my wife has had other people to go see him with because I have no desire to see that movie right no I I really don't so
0: okay whatever yeah (laughs) well let's get into our Christmas show it is about time we have uh three (laughs) three treats for you tonight so excited uh Christmas evil from 1980 a black Christmas from 2006 a black Christmas from 1974 Oh, no. We decided that we were going to do 2006. Oh, we did? No, I'm shitting you. Oh, (laughs) jeez. That wasn't funny enough to keep it, and I am going to cut that out. And uh, Jack Frost from 1996. Uh, Let's go right into it with uh, Christmas Evil, a.k.a. You better watch out. Yes, you better. (laughs) A.k.a. Christmas Terror. You, you better some, watch out for this stinky piece of shit. Uh, written and directed by Lewis Jackson. IMDb, IMDb gave it a three point seven. The budget was seven hundred and fifty k. What did they do with seven hundred and fifty k? You know that's a relatively low budget. They for spent
1: a me. bunch of money on the uh, plastic extruded toys. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. Uh, starring Brandon Maggart, <laughs> played Harry Stadling, Jeffrey Damon playing Philip Stadling, and Diane Hull playing Jackie Stadling. Widely recognizes the best of the Christmas horror efforts. What? Christmas Evil. You know, see that that's the problem. When people throw in it, when they give their synopsis, when they throw in a little bit of editorial kind of kinda of ruins the whole yeah. thing for you. But anyway, Christmas Evil is a story of a boy who loves Christmas. He is scarred as a boy when he learns that Santa is not real. Throughout the that's it, that's all they gave on that. Well, that, we'll go into uh, more of where that comes Throughout from. the rest of his life, the Toy Maker tries to make the Christmas spirit a reality. He becomes obsessed with the behavior of children and the quality of the toys he makes. When he is met with hypocrisy and cynicism, the resulting snap causes him to go on a yuletide killing spree to complete his dark comedic horror. So, uh, what'd you think?
1: You know, it was funny because we watched this movie and it was on demand, actually. Right. Under Christmas Evil. And as, I, as it came up, I didn't do it as I never do. I don't like to go read stuff about these movies because I don't want to bias of anything. Right. So... I'm about halfway through the movie, and I, I'm wondering: Am I? Is this really? Because it came up as you better watch out, and so I'm like: Is this really the right show? Because it just was not gelling. I mean, the guy was kind of off a little bit, yeah. but I was like: I just don't think this is the one that that, that is is or supposed to watch. But I went and looked it up. <laughs> sure enough, it is. I I'm a sucker a little bit for psychotic freakouts. Well, sure. I think that those you like what you know. Th- those things are to me. The most just kind of scary to see people go through that type of transformation, mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> we have a couple of those uh, this week. And um, so, so I thought it was pretty well done setting that up. However, the execution of the rest of it was just it just it didn't it didn't go over very well. Now, now I will say this: if 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 the directors were looking, if they were saying to themselves, "Hey, there's really no scary Christmas movies. We've got to come up with a premise. What will work?" Uh-huh. It kind of goes into how could we have someone freak out and be a killer right. at Santa Claus, then, you know, they set it up that way. But
0: Well, because what happens is Harry, uh, when he's young, catches his mom being molested by Santa Claus. A.K.A. his dad. His, right. But, and it freaks him out. Listen, some people like that shit. Well, and you know what the funny thing is, is this scene of molestation was ridiculous. It was just his mom sitting there with an open robe and her leg out. And then uh, Sam said it this morning. Santa was treating it like a cat post. That's exactly right. I mean, not even really a cat post. He just kind
1: of was clawing at it a little bit and smiling up with a weird little smile. But this did answer a question for me because I always wondered during the movie The Christmas Story Uh where they got that leg lamp. (laughs) This was the perfect (laughs) casting of where that shit came from and why that's so disturbing on that movie. Like I can never watch that movie now and think, holy shit. (laughs) They better watch out because if, if the dad goes and starts really loving that thing, all those kids are gonna grow up and be killer Santa Claus.
0: Do you realize that in a in a Christmas story too, Ralphie catches Santa Claus molesting that lamp and goes on the killing spree? Holy shit. Yeah, no doubt. Wow. But the movie was talking with Sam about this movie before we started, I actually I I I don't know, I don't know if I loved it, but I thought it was really funny because here is this pathetic PLS going <laughs> around. He's basically Turn everything in his life into Christmas. He spies on little kids. Yeah. He puts them on their naughty and nice list. And the dude who plays them, I can believe, is a big pathetic piece of shit. Yep. And you know he's he goes to, he works in a toy factory uh, where they make cheap ass plastic toys. And uh, he gets promoted and he has an office job, but he but he just doesn't like it. He likes to be down where the toys are. You know, mm-hmm. all his buddies make fun of him and uh, one, thing comes to, one, one thing leads to another, and he is on a killing rampage. What was it? What was the breaking point? I don't remember.
1: Well, he pulled up to a church, and I think he was going to go get presents or something. Oh, right. The people came out and really started making fun of him about That's Santa right. Claus. Instead of embracing him as Santa Claus, they really laid into him. And so he <laughs> killed him with an axe, just like started chopping people up right in front of the whole crowd. Yes. That, and they just stood around and watched him do it.
0: The problem is, I don't really know what to say about this film, except for if you like to laugh at uh, pathetic psychos, this is the one you want to yeah, watch. Wow. Because I, whereas I'm getting the vibe that uh, you didn't like this very much. It, but, but, uh, it was, I it was
1: okay. I mean, it was, it, it's one of those scenes where, you know, we've been doing some really good movies lately, <laughs> uh, and then we turn back to, to, the- <laughs> hands of time and watch this kind of stuff and you start asking yourself why did someone make this type of movie i mean i was laughing like when the van took off at the end.
2: <laughs>
0: right
1: i mean I, I was laughing out loud and just that it ended like that i'm like are you are you shitting well
0: me? the problem is here's this big dildo sorry you know i brought that up two years kevin garnett's still the biggest dildo in the nba yeah but yeah. uh this guy paints his van like Santa's sleigh, and then he goes out and commits crime. It's like, um, well, I, you know, I guess he doesn't see it as crime, or else he would realize that that's probably the most conspicuous yeah. man right. in the world and probably shouldn't be going around committing crimes. What does he do? There's one point where he steals a bunch of toys. Oh, oh, oh I remember what happened. He goes to a party. The owner of his company is like, yeah, we're going to give some toys to this, this, and this. And he was really interested. Well, how many is, are, are going to be given, and where are they going to be given to? And the answer that his boss gave him just wasn't good enough for him, mm-hmm. so he went down, stole a bunch of toys, and took him to some kind of a hospital for a children's hospital or yeah. something like that. Yep. you know everybody was happy and then whatever. But then the second they started making fun of him, it was over yeah he was going out he was going off right and He would show up at like parties, just like random parties if you happen to drive by or walk by and show up and and uh d- dance with him and do all this stuff. And everybody was cool with it because uh, he's Santa Claus. Yeah. That which which I thought was weird. But uh, it, these people just let him on in and play with the yeah, kids exactly. and all sorts of weird stuff like that. Hey, come on in. That's, that was weird. That was, it was a weird movie. And also, uh, one last thing I have written down about this is one part. Where, I can't remember what it was, but he gets thrown down the snowbank or he runs down the snowbank. And did you notice that it's just like a big thing of cotton? The whole Oh, yeah, came yeah. Up. I did see that. I yeah. did see that. And, that that's, and that's basically all there is to this movie. I did not. If you take it seriously, I think you'll be pissed off. Well, like and I think that,
1: that the unfortunate part is I think they really kind of tried to well, make no, it. Well, no, I out. agree with
0: you. I I think they did I too. I think they spent
1: a lot of time showing him talk to himself and freak out about dumb stuff and, right. you know, watching the parade and really getting off on it and can't talk on the phone because the parade's going on. Right. I just I just kept thinking, this is not working for <laughs> me. But. And and you know what? I'm really glad that at the first The Robe did not go up any higher because there's nothing worse than seeing '70s chicks with their bikini chops. <laughs> and I was afraid we were going there, so kind of like
0: on Martin. Yeah, the, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna. Ooh,
1: that's just horrible. So.
0: Oh, that's so funny. But uh, I don't know. You got anything else? <laughs> I've got else
1: the. Or? I've got what I learned. Don't keep a Chinese star on top of a tree in your on your headboard. <laughs> Why the hell that was there? I don't. I don't. Well, know.
0: the funny, the the good, the great thing about that is, if you're going to keep one, that's fine. Just make sure that it's not dangerous and it won't stick a in A Chinese you. star. Right, yeah, exactly. Oh, right.
1: Make <laughs> it, make it like a glass ornament that'll break easily on contact. Yeah. But don't just put that on your headboard. Right, right, right. The other thing I learned is that sometimes cookies and milk aren't enough for Santa. <laughs> so, <laughs> I threw me do a coughing. Sorry. Fit there, yeah. So that's great. Six degrees on this bad boy. Brandon Maggart played Harry. He was in Dress to Kill with Michael Kane <laughs> who was in Cider House Rules with Tobey Maguire. And I bet you wonder where this is going, but it is not. Well, I he would... was in. He was in Spider-Man Two with Alfred Molina, uh,
0: who was in Maverick. So you're just, so you're just skipping it if... with
1: Maverick. He was in Maverick with Corey Feldman. Ma- Happy birthday to oh, Corey Maverick. Haim tomorrow. So wait, wait,
0: wait. Maverick with. Uh... Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. He was is a bank that, robber is that the movie? Oh, he was? Yeah. That was a movie with,
1: uh, what's his name? Mel Gibson.
0: Apocalypto, yeah. Yep.
1: And then uh, Corey Feldman was in Born Bad with Ben L. McCain, who was in My Name is Bruce with uh, Bruce Campbell. Nice. I wanted to go back to that one this time. Good one. So. No memory in that one either. No memories in any of them tonight, so I'm not going to mention it again.
0: You know, so what is, what's what's going to be your rating? My rating on this is an AMC. I. You know what? I Mine too, but I. But I rated a high AMC because I would really hate to spend money on this. But maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think that this is a public domain. I did not find out for sure. But I do know that I bought one of those 50 packs of somewhere, and it's on one of those somewhere. Oh, yeah. And, but I don't know if that doesn't necessarily mean that it's public domain. Right. You know, they may have got cheap licensing. I mean, it's not that great of a movie. But, uh, well, you know, the thing is, I, I really hate to bag on it to that point because – I really liked Harry's character. I liked how they set him up, because he was one weird dude. Well,
1: like I said, if you look at it from the point of, hey, listen, there's no horror Christmas movies out there. Well, I guess at the time, you had Christmas, or Black Christmas. Well, yeah. But this was more of dedicated, like, it wasn't just a brown Christmas where this happened. This was actually a Christmas horror movie. Right, right, right. And so, give him credit to to come up with a a storyline that they kind of would, you could see maybe could happen. Although... Completely unbelievable that seeing Santa Claus catposting his wife well, would well, send you off in a psychosis. Well, maybe
0: what they did, maybe they just didn't show everything that went on that he watched. But what I what I do think is that, because a lot of, I mean, you, you'll you go to IMDB or you'll go to, uh, you know, Wikipedia or some of the ones, and they basically just lay it out that uh, Santa had sexual relations with the mom. And, you know, maybe he ran up happened. He ran away before that maybe, I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Maybe we missed something. Maybe we
1: went up and started cutting on himself. See, I I was expecting when he cut on himself and, uh, and the blood went on the little thing that uh-huh. that Sam, that something was going to show up and he was going to like unleash evil because there was blood on one of those little uh-huh. snow globes. Anyway, No, it
0: just went the crazy way. It I went, don't
1: know. It went a completely different, retarded, stupid way, so that's great. Uh, come on. Now, uh-huh. it's like I said, you, have, you can look at it from a couple of ways.
0: I had a great time watching it. Yeah, I, I watched it with my wife, and I think part of the fun was she kept looking at me like, "Are you serious? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you seriously watching this?" Well, oh yeah, I watched it and I liked it. I didn't like it. I and liked it. Yeah, God, I don't know where I go. I, I'm I'm mixed on this one. Anyway, we'll just leave it at that because <laughs> we've got
1: better tasty morsels to talk about.
0: Do we? I,
1: <laughs> we got other stuff to talk about. All right,
0: well let's go. Let's go right into Black Christmas, which came out in
5: 1974. It's expanded his act. Could that be one person?
4: No, Claire, that's the Mormon Tabernacle Choir doing their annual obscene phone call.
6: The in they could use a little of this oh, <laughs> piggy you want my fat cock too? oh why don't you go find a wall socket and stick your tongue in it that'll give you a charge i'll stick my tongue up your pretty pussy you fucking creep i'm
0: going to kill you written by excuse me directed by bob clark written by roy moore imdb give me what you think it got 7.3 you did you know that yeah. Oh. I didn't write it down, but I remembered. Uh, the budget was $620,000, and it grossed over $4 million. It was starring Olivia Hussey. That's an unfortunate name for it a female. Is. That's too bad. Uh, she played Jessica Bradford. Keir DeLea played Peter. Margot Kidder played Barbie, or Barbara. And John Saxon played Lieutenant Kenneth I
1: Ford. love John Saxon. This guy, to me gets a bone saw himself because he's one on one of the five greatest movies of all time which is Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. I'm sorry and I know that's not a horror movie but that movie kicks some serious ass. I've not
0: seen it. That oh,
1: <laughs> This that movie is so good. So every time I see John Saxon I'm like that's freaking Roper. He's you, he's awesome. Have you seen The
0: Good the Bad the Ugly? With uh Clint Eastwood? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. You seen um True Romance? No. Ah, you haven't seen that? <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that is. Just kidding. Those movies, people were giving me shit about not oh. having seen those. Nice. I <laughs> <You laughs> thought I'd share that with you. Synopsis: It's time for a Christmas break, and the sorority sisters make plans for the holiday, but, but excuse me, but the strange anonymous phone calls are beginning to put them on edge. When Claire disappears, they contact the police, who don't express much concern. Meanwhile, Jess is planning to get an abortion. <laughs> wow, this is a harsh uh, synopsis. But boyfriend Peter is very much against it. The police finally begin to get concerned when a 13-year-old girl is found dead in a park. They set up a wiretap to the sorority house. But will they be in time to prevent a sorority girl attrition problem? That was one of the most random synopsis.
1: That was bizarre.
0: All that stuff happened. Yeah. You know. But, wow, okay. Anyway. Hmm. So, we just uh, actually finished watching this one right before we started recording. Well, we we watched the uh, last little while. We,
1: well, we watched uh Black Christmas 2006.
0: Too. Well, he, and here's why. Because the ending of the well, maybe we shouldn't give it away. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think that uh, yeah, I mean, you can give away the ending. It's just not clear as to what happened. Well, and that's and that's all it is. The ending right. kind of leaves you hanging a little bit. Yep. But in 2000 and the 2006 version, I remember there being a fairly cut and dry you know, here's who the yeah, killer there's a resolution. is. And, you know, and the thing is, is they are related because um, basically, well, let's just let's just give it to them really easy. Basically, there's a bunch of sorority sisters who are, some of them are leaving for the holiday, some of them are not. They start getting obscene phone calls of a guy who's, uh, who sounds like he is Reagan while possessed. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Exorcist, but... He, she, he's saying names like what Billy and all sorts of weird stuff. Well, the 2006 version goes in and it gives you a backstory on Billy, a backstory on that family, and so I, you know, I don't which
1: completely does not gel with the 2000 or the 1974 version. You
0: don't think so? Did you the time frames on it? Well, other than the time frames, because like I was, I was telling you before. Since this one came out in 2006, yeah. and it was supposed to be a remake, they kind of treated it as if it were on its own. But if they would have done that for the 1974 version, the, when, you know, when the killer was born and all this stuff, would have been in the 50s. You right, know? but it didn't... It,
1: oh, well, yeah, and I guess... Yeah. So I, I think, no, that, that's I, think correct. I guess I didn't know that it didn't look like a straight remake when we were watching it.
0: No, it, and the thing is, is I almost thought that it was a... It could have been a, an almost sequel... Yeah. because they kind of referenced i don't know if they now re- i don't know if they really referenced anyways it was a remake and I think I don't know, I think it could have fit because basically first of all, let me just say how ugly I think Margot Kidder is and I cannot believe that she Listen, I thought Superman. I thought girlfriend. she looked
1: good back in the day.
0: Oh, okay. Well, relatively good to what she looks like now. Oh my gosh. Okay. She, went she was the hottest woman in the in the world oh, no, compared to no, what she looks well, like now.
1: Yeah, she was she was she was pretty decent looking back in the day, but uh, she purposely yeah. looked for characters Okay, I want to be drinking the whole time on the set and smoking. And she lived a hard, she lived life hard, and now she is. <laughs> I saw her. on... She a, looks like I saw her, her on face an, started on fire, and someone put out with a shovel. Dude, All right, I saw her on an episode of Law and Order or something. Oh, and my, my. jaw
0: was just, oh my yeah. gosh, it was dropped because you see, she Cagney and Lacey ugly. got
1: giant, fat, and ugly. <laughs> you check out Lois Lane. I, these days. It just
0: pisses me off that she was in the Superman series because I freaking love. Like the first two Superman, yeah. especially, and uh, her. Come on, yeah, well. I don't like her. Anyway, uh, but but you still you still contend that she wasn't ugly.
1: No, she wasn't ugly in 1974. Of course, that's a year before I was born. So.
0: Sam goes to the kick in the balls for that one. <laughs> Typically, if it, if it's a personal preference or something like that, that's not deserving of a kick in the balls. You know, I've been giving it to you a lot lately. I retract that
1: kick. I I don't think I've ever kicked you in the ball, so how does that make you feel? Well,
0: I'll tell you why, because that's my award to give, and don't you try to step on my feet. I'm not going to step on it. I'm just (laughs) – my balls? (laughs) No, 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 no. I take it back. I take it back. You know what? There are are men out there who like crazy, drunken, sloppy, ugly women, and that's okay. And I don't.
1: I'm talking about Frozen in Time 1974, Margot Kidder.
0: Um, Again – you sloppy, ugly, drunken. <laughs> yes, she. I, she's just not. Ooh, she's. You know those jokes that your buddies sit around and say, "The hottest dude in the world." Well, she's the under into that. Would you rather sleep with the hottest dude in the world or Margot Kidder? Oh my
1: gosh. Well, today, no, I would not. <laughs> well, 1974 version, I could deal with that. Well, good for you. Yeah, I can't we just spent like two minutes talking about <laughs> Lois Lane. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're right. Anyway, but I mean, there are subplots. But uh, do you know that th- some consider this the first slasher movie? You know, one of the first oh, American really? slasher movies, even hmm. before you know Halloween came out, because that didn't come out till 1978. Which, and that's considered the first. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I think that's kind of the first masked killer, you know, type of uh, slasher. But a lot of people contend that this is the first one, even though we really. Do not get a good look at this killer. We get a lot of POV shots, if I yep. remember correctly. Yep. But but really, we we never know who the killer is. No, and
1: they try and misdirect you quite a bit as to who it may be, and, that, right. and that's the thing. I You know, halfway through, I'm like, well, it's not that guy. Well, and They're you, trying way too hard to set it up as that and guy.
0: And the funny thing is, is is my wife noticed something about the eye color mm-hmm. that she said, I thought it was one guy. She said, no, because there's a there's a point where the killer peers out but from behind the wall yeah and uh has brown eyes yeah but the person who i thought had blue eyes so right. and she noticed that i was Man. i enjoyed this movie i but i didn't love it here's here's a couple of reasons why you know you you go into a christmas slasher it's christmas time we got that uh slasher there are deaths not really not really that graphic there's some blood there are you know, in a, in most slashers, you think, okay, well, line them up and bowl them down, type of deal. Uh, that was kind of how it was. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: we. But the characters were forgettable a little bit. I mean, pretty oh, soon you don't, sure. you didn't remember who which boyfriend was going with who, and well, but
0: but let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. In any of the Friday the Thirteenth, which te- those teenagers are, are? I mean, I remember That's them true. because That's I've only seen point. them a hundred times. That's a great point, but. Really, they're just they're just lining them up so that's Jason can knock them down. Yeah. You know, and there's every once in a while you'll have a the survivor girl who will you know maybe go from one sequel to another. And this had it. No, wait, 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 wait. Yes, this had this had uh, a survivor girl in it. But you know, and, and we really followed her story arc mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when she was the one that wanted the abortion and. We were made to think that it was her. Boyfriend. Well, and I, I don't think
1: that it started by having her story arc go because I thought it was Margot Kidder at first. Right, only because
0: she was loud and obnoxious well, and sloppy and drunk and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, I don't know. I the thing is, is I I like this movie for a couple of reasons. First of all, I ha- I'm a sucker for 70s slasher movies, seventies mm-hmm. and eighties slasher movies, all of them. I mm-hmm. love them. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, I don't care that some of the acting is not the best. I don't care that the, the, the characters are forgettable. I do. There was one thing I was a little concerned about, but they ended up coming through. I was a little concerned about cool death scenes, and there are a few, but uh, that are pretty good. For instance, even I mean, on the cover, there's a, a person with a uh, a bag over their head and he's suffocated. That was a good one. Am I yep. mixing those up? No, no, that's. Was there? I mean, I know that there was one, but there was one that I'm seeing, that um, that in the 2006 version was really good, but I don't remember it in the older one.
5: Of the bag. Yeah, I know oh, that's the very
0: first girl that got killed. I know that, but what I'm thinking of is how it happened. And how cool it was when it that was, happened. It was a
1: garment bag, and she was going in the closet, and she kind of sees someone standing behind the oh, garment oh, bag. Oh, you're right. So you're the garment right. bag comes and wraps around her head, and then he ends up putting her into right. the rocking chair. The eyeball
0: issue was on the yeah. 2006 one. Right. was how they were popping eyeballs to yeah, eat, that and that was 2006. Even, yeah. Did, so, I mean, people are fairly clear on how I feel about it. What about you?
1: I'd give this uh, a, a red
0: box. Would you?
1: mm
0: hmm <clears throat> I you know I almost give it uh, no I do give it a buy because number one for it being arguably the first slasher mm-hmm. and uh, you know what if we're if I'm wrong about that or if you can think of like a pure slasher and not a giallo then let let me know because because I, I know that there are a lot of those out there a lot of like thrillers where there was one killer and it's kind of a slasher because it was gorier stuff like that but as far as like the horror type type of American thing. I think this is the first one i don't know, maybe I'm wrong and that and no, and
1: I think we've made a distinction in this episode too that you know our mine and your point of view is a little bit different in that you are a collector, and I lean on you heavily when I need to see a movie. I just come check it out of your library, right, but I am not a collector, and so when I'm talking about buying it i you know I would keep those for for different movies i'm not I'm not needing to complete a collection,
6: uh-huh. so
1: for me, looking at it from that point of view it's 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 a red box for me. Okay, so no, I think that's cool that we that that's that's kind of where the distinction goes. Well,
0: yeah, I agree. So, so, so what you're basically saying is that a red box to me is different than than a red box to you, and we're not equal.
1: Well, I think no, I think that when you say, I mean, just be, when you say this is the first horror slasher movie, right. American, to me, I, I still don't need to buy it. I would still give it a red box because I'm not collecting that for that reason. Are that's you, that's what I'm saying.
0: Are you saying you wouldn't throw this on just for shits and giggles?
1: Um, I would probably throw – there's some other ones on that I would throw on before I would throw this one. What on. about
0: Christmas time, though? What if you're trying to watch horror Christmas movies?
1: I'd throw on uh, Christmas Evil. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. One? No, no. You're... You know,
0: I, the thing is I like both. I would actually throw on a Christmas Evil, too, because I, I don't know. I think, that, I think it was just too damn funny to overlook. But this one, I think it was, I think it was better than a Christmas Evil yeah well it's a murder mystery, and you know I think those definitely
1: keep your interest a little bit well
0: typically murder mysteries are resolved at the end well, and
1: that's why with two thousand and six you know they wait thirty two years or whatever to get to they explain it a whole bunch better. If you can watch both of them together, I think you get a good picture as to what's going on
0: you know and maybe if you i, I don't know i i i will judge that movie on itself it, it, by mm-hmm. itself the seventy five and say it's a buy, but on the two thousand and six, you know they did a little bit more. I don't know. I didn't like 2006 as much, but here's why: it the deaths were better in the 2006. Yeah. It was more polished in the 2006. Yep. But I have a real problem with a director going out and finding all their actor, actors and actresses from like the WB network. <laughs> I don't know why, yeah. but it, I hate yeah. it. Yeah, like I really hate it. In fact, I'm almost I'm kind of bent because uh, Jared Padalecki is going to be one of the main guys in. Uh, the remake of Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, really? Now, have you?
1: It, it doesn't matter if you don't know who he is. He's just kind of a. Do you know who's going to be a Night of the Demons? Who? Shannon Elizabeth.
0: We'll talk more about Shannon Elizabeth in just a, yeah. in just a little while. Not that I don't think that they. Can, I don't. I mean, not that they can. There are any worse actors than people who I've never seen. But you've seen Jason X, right? Yeah. Now, that's a slasher. They mm-hmm. didn't go and get the polished, completely. I don't know. Why do you think I have a problem with that? I don't even know why.
1: I Well, I think it's Cause because. I don't watch those shows. Well, I think you get past a point where, like, those look like young girls to me now. Where they would have been, like, the right. hottie, contemporary, well, those chicks I could get on. Right. Now it's just like, well, that's kind of like Jailbait a little bit. Right. Well, yeah. So so those movies to me are like teeny bopper shows on right. And TV. Right. That's, and
0: that's kind of the problem I had with 2006 is, is because it had, who, who was that girl you were saying? Uh, Oh, Leslie Chabert from Party of Five. Yeah. And she was the young one. Yeah, she was the little girl on Party of Five. Uh And then it had uh, Buffy's little sister from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who, who, by the way, will always be 15 years
1: old to me. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like they do grow up and they do come of age, but when you're watching them kind of be exploited yeah. on, like, being killed or they may take their clothes off, you kind of just, you know, maybe I'm at that stage where it just kind of makes me shudder a little bit. I'm like, whoa, wait a Hold on a second.
0: Well, in Rob Zombie's Halloween, Danielle Harris took off her top in that, mm-hmm. and she's a beautiful girl. Right. But to me, she'll always be the little girl in a clown suit in Halloween four and five, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember if that's exactly. I'm. I might get wasted because I'm not going to bother looking it up. But as far as I can remember, that's what it is. And Now I see her now, and I. Sh- I need to get over that because she's. I bet she's twenty, right, mid twenties. Right, right. You know, and I'm not that much older. Right. You know, but but still. old
1: enough that it's just kind of a little weird to me. That's <laughs> that's why I think that kind of bothers me a little bit. So let me ask you this too. You know, I think of the '90s when I think about movies and and what studios were doing back then is like the disaster movie decade. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at now the first decade in the 2000s. I swear it's the remake decade. I mean, oh, without getting, a doubt. Yeah, I mean that's what we're going to look back at and think of, of. If you could lump the general consensus of movies of the time into a group, it would be remakes.
0: Well, let's put it this way: there have always been remakes, and there have always been Japanese movies being remade. I'm not saying always. I'm just saying. It's not a new idea. I think what it is now is that they've done it so many times and, and they've made money on it that they're almost not even bothering to try something new now. And I don't know. Maybe I'm being a douchebag about that, but it's it's almost like okay, let's line up the next semi-successful thing from the '80s or you know the '70s and remake it. Well, that's that's why I think it's cheating a little bit. Because, oh, I agree with you because you
1: take these things that were successful. Right. You know they were, and right. so now you're going to try and do it again. Well, and they're and they're going to be successful again, basically. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's almost a, I mean, it's almost a sure thing because even though now they're getting into some of the more obscure titles, like, just like you mentioned, uh, Night of the Demons. Yeah. Now, I like Night of the Demons, but it wasn't as popular right. as, say, Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street or Halloween, yada, yada, yada. I could go on forever. But... I don't know. I think you're right. Yeah. Since we're talking about the 1975 version, what do you give? You gave it a... I gave it a red box. Red box. I think you ought to, You need to check it out. Oh, that's you right. We already to, talked uh, about it. You
1: need to take a look at it, but I don't... One of the biggest downfalls for me, if this would have had an ending and I would have known who'd done it, who done it I, I would have given it a buy.
0: i give it a buy just for collector reasons. And I don't know. Like I said, I'm a sucker for that kind of camera. I'm a sucker for that time period. I wasn't born when this movie came out. Right. I don't know why I'm a sucker for it. But anyway, no, oh, that's I, cool, man. I liked it. That's good. Um, what do you having? Have you ever seen the 2006? Except for when we just kind of no. thumb through it, Mm-mm. no. I would give that. Uh, you know, I would give that a buy too. Really? Just because it's the difference is you cannot. Just like most remakes, you cannot say, "Oh, compared to the original, mm-hmm. you just can't do it." Well, and that's if
1: if I were to just thumbing through it, if I were to go watch it. And not know about the 1975 version I would have right. thought Hey, great storyline yep. You developed this, this mythology And there are awesome deaths that is Well, the by.
0: mythology was a lot more drawn out In the new one Right In the 2006 version right. what, what do you think that says About the 2006's audience Over 1974's anything? Do you well, think that uh, You've got
1: to dumb it down Absolutely You've got people that aren't paying attention And you need, to, you need to basically spell everything out So they can follow along You
0: need to dumb it down By adding more story Yeah Really? Because mm-hmm. I would have thought that. I mean, how? I don't know. I guess I don't know. I I don't think you could have dumbed down um, a killer with no background in 1975. You mean how do you dumb that down? There's well, yeah, we don't
1: know anything. Well, it's, when I say dumb it down, I you know there's a lot in 1975 version that's left up to the imagination. And that's true. I mean, I've got to figure out, and I'm looking to see who it is, and where is it, and who it is. The whole time in 2006, you know who the killer
0: is. And that's true. It's kind of a more easy watch. Well, I guess
1: it? I got to take that statement back because they throw you back and forth between two people, right? Which, in the end, it really doesn't matter which one it is, or who it is, or what's going on there. Uh-huh. But in 1975, I mean, you're going all over the place, and 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 I'll tell you what, I you know, give it full credit. That those phone calls were really creepy, man. They, they were. When when they started getting into saying the C word and, you know, Margot oh, Kidder was kind of right. laughing at that at the beginning. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, I'm surprised that they even said that in a movie back in 1974. Yeah, right. You know, and, and they just kept progressively getting even more creepy. So, you know, I thought that was good.
0: Yeah, well, i give them both a buy. You know, I wouldn't – I don't know. I don't know what else there's no, to say cool. about it. Why don't you?
1: I've got, uh, what did I learn from this? Phone calls were awesome before caller ID. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So we just got done talking that. By
0: the way, um, I just downloaded an application for my phone where I can uh, not only fake the caller ID, but change my voice. Oh, that's it. awesome. So I, I thought about that when I watched this. so I'm like, <laughs> oh, sweet, I know exactly what I'm <laughs> going to say,
1: you C-word. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, I learned some elaborate tricks to hide alcohol. That's right. I learned the turtles can do it for three days,
0: <laughs> but I, it's boring to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah the, the porno that. is not not going to be yeah, that great. She moved over to the zebras because exactly. they get it done thirty seconds, like what she's used to. Right, uh, and the tracing calls were was very hard in nineteen seventy four. Well,
0: they had to run around this giant warehouse. I didn't even understand what
1: was going on, but that's fine. well, I think
0: that's maybe what they were banking on right. because I had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. Anyway. So there
1: were some six degrees. I went with Margot Kidder. She Oop. was in Margot Kidder.
0: Do you mean the uh, ugly, drunk, sloppy bitch face? Yep, yep. She was in Superman 2 with By Gene Hackman. By the way, Hackman. she doesn't deserve that. No, she doesn't. She well, doesn't. she does now, but not the 1974 she version. She doesn't deserve my hatred. <laughs> even though I'd rather stick it in a... I'm going to stop right there. Yeah.
1: I I almost said something that was way out of line. <laughs> am, you? I'm no! i not, not even going down that road because it would offend a lot of people. Right. Nice. Okay, so she was in Superman 2 with Gene Hackman. Who is in Extreme Measures with Hugh Grant? Who is in Notting Hill with Julia Roberts? Who is in Ocean's Eleven with Andy Garcia? Who is in Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead with Gabrielle Anwar? Who is in Burn Notice with Bruce Campbell?
0: I love Burn Notice. It's one of the best shows because it's got Bruce the Deuce. Bruce. Anyway, he's only the Deuce because it rhymes with Bruce. I don't know what that even means. All right. So, who is your all-time favorite horse-faced? twisted sister lead singer Brett michaels <laughs> anyway we got a little christmas treat from d snyder and twisted <laughs> sister here it goes
6: hey animal we're trying to get in the holiday spirit can you play one of
0: Christmasy, Christmassy. Decent. You, you got to love that. <laughs> making sure we're recording. <laughs> Sam Sam is on it. He's he's our technical advisor, making sure that. It's because uh, it's
1: behind you, and so I, I look over there every once in a while, because there's been a few times yeah. where we get going, and we're talking for like 20 minutes about shit, and next thing you know, it's like, I,
0: I think the bar's not even moving. Well, that's what he thinks. Actually, what's going on? Sam's going off about something really stupid, so I just <laughs> cut it out. He just teasing. <laughs> Not at all. And then
1: we have to laugh at each other's jokes again and make uh, them sound real.
0: Oh, as if they were funny the first time. I know. Alright, so we have uh, finally Jack Frost, 1996.
6: Are you gonna move or am I gonna have to kick your stomach out of the top of your head again? I hope he breaks his brain. What did you say? Nothing. Look, nobody says nothing behind my back. Killer Snowman, is it yours? Yes. No! Oh, <laughs> oh yes. I think the black ice sled run is officially over. And all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't give a rat's ass about Tyler's little snowman, huh? Oh. Ah! I didn't do it. Holy moly, I right? Kill Billy! All right. All right, come on. Come on, you goddamn psycho freak! I'm ready for you. I'm out here where I can see you, you christ sulting dog!
7: I'm warning you.
0: Gosh, I only asked you for a smoke. (laughs) Written and directed by Michael Cooney. Uh, It was also written by Jeremy Page. Helped out writing that. IMDb gave it a 4.1. Scott McDonald played Jack Frost. Christopher Allport played Sam. Shannon Elizabeth played Jill Metzner, and that's all I have for those. There were a lot more people, but uh, none of them were really that memorable except for those. Synopsis. This movie takes place in the fictional town of Snow Mountain, where, on the week before Christmas, a truck-carrying celer- serial killer Jack Frost, to his execution, is involved in a freak accident with a truck-carrying genetic material. Although Jack escapes, the genetic material causes his body to fuse... With the snow on the ground, mutating Jack into a killer snowman, with his body now as icy as his heart, oh shit. Jack Frost seeks revenge on the citizens of Snow Mountain and on the man who finally caught him, Sheriff Sam Tyler. I like this movie a lot.
1: I need to go back and watch it again and, and here's why. Okay. I couldn't tell if they were trying to be funny. Or if they were trying to stay in character with kind of what they were nodding.
0: I don't know how you could be confused about that with, with, because <laughs> this was one of the corniest freaking snowmen I've ever seen. By the way, i got a joke for you. Right. How do you tell the difference between male snowmen and female Snowballs, snowmen? man. I learned that in this movie. That was <laughs> right. one of the things I learned.
1: Sweet. Um, no, I, and I can tell you why. Why? It's because I, I got done watching. I, I got halfway through A Black Christmas, and uh-huh. then my copy was screwed up. Right. And so I, I had to go on to Jack Frost. It was the middle of the night. I'm watching this at like 2 in the morning. Uh-huh. So, you know, I had sick kids and stuff. I was not in the mood for funny. And so I'm, I'm watching this. <laughs> you're going to hate this movie if you are if you try well, to well, watch it straight Well, up. no. What I'm saying is, is like halfway through, I'm like, okay, wait a second. You know, I think this is trying to, trying to be funny. And then I kind of got into it. Yeah, right. But at first, I'm just saying at first, I couldn't really. I'm like, are they just trying to do like a cheap horror quick flick? Which they were. <laughs> yes. But, are, you know, are they trying to be funny or are they trying to be corny? Right, and there's a there's you know there's a fine line between that. But.
0: Well, then they bust out one of the worst snow people. Snow, uh, that was the politically correct term, snow people, that I have ever seen. Yeah. But it, it this was basically another slasher. Yeah, this was you know it, it was almost like child's play, except for voodoo sticking a guy into uh, a doll. This was genetic material, basically keeping. Jack Frost, what, life force or you know, well, whatever? What well,
1: what they were trying to do was they were trying to, in case of a nuclear holocaust or something, uh-huh. they were trying to be able to infuse human DNA into inanimate objects so that right. they could recall it. Right. But, but they never got anywhere near humans before.
0: <laughs> until
1: until Jack. Until, until on the snowy road at the same time, they're carrying the genetic material just around on the road. And then they've got uh, this this uh, prisoner that's going to be executed at the same time. Yeah. Which, which is kicked ass. I mean, that happens all the time. By
0: the way, I was really relieved to know after watching about 45 minutes of Jack Frost with Michael Keaton in it that uh, <laughs> I was watching the wrong movie. That's Because good. that it's one good. was scary, but only in a different way. Oh, okay, There were a couple of great death scenes. You've got to give oh, yeah. that to me.
1: The, the sled. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That. That was awesome. I've never seen something so contrived to be well, make it happen.
0: Maybe, and this is what I'm assuming, that when you are a genetic mutated um, snowman, the laws of physics don't apply to you anymore no, because there not. is no possible way that that head could have gone flying through the air after it was decapitated by a sled. That's right. It, the angle the sled was going awesome. Right. But I'll tell you what, it was one hell of an entertaining scene. It was awesome. <laughs> and that and that's you know that's really all there was to this movie it was there,
1: there was no consistency to it, nope, there was no realism as far as you know. I don't know. This is, I talked about last time about uh, how tired I am of seeing the dads that lose their families, and that's what's motivating them. Uh-huh. Well, let me tell you another angle on something I'm just more than tired of, okay. and it's the apologetic scientist that wants the bad thing to to keep living, and they want to try and save it. Now, right. I first saw this in Aliens, right. with the douchebag from that played with Helen Hunt on that stupid ass <laughs>
0: Paul I, Reiser. Paul
1: Reiser. He was he was the first one. Well, Ash actually on Alien. You right. see it twice where they're trying to bring these animals back. And you see it all the time now. And so this scientist well, on there, I at first he's, he's like, oh, we need to kill it. I can't believe you." Know? And, then, and then he's like, I'm sorry, Jack. We just need to don't hurt him. And I'm like, this, this
0: well, is there's a, a lot of knowledge that could probably be gained through, you know, through saving these monsters. Oh, brother. I'm not. Listen.
1: <laughs> now you're an apologetic scientist.
0: Well, no, I'm not. But I can. You know what?
1: All I'm saying is it's a tired angle. Maybe it uh, wasn't in 96. I'm tired of it now.
0: Well, I'm going to go out and on a limb here and just say that they weren't that worried about making the plot p- points of this film that deep. Oh, I know.
1: Because the kid put antifreeze in the damn lunch that was going to go to his dad. Right. And the dad's like, oh, that was such a good idea. And that's what ends up... Uh, I guess I shouldn't say that. Oh, that yeah, well, right, it's spoiler? blown
0: now. But I'll tell you that uh there's another movie about him a kid feeding his dad anna in his oatmeal just uh-huh. like that kid did no there's not but there could be
1: that it could be i've seen that kills people <laughs> really fast
0: tastes delicious though
1: it tastes like green jello from what i understand you can put in green jello and it tastes really good
0: I actually i actually uh opened up the uh what, what do you call it the radiator cap uh-huh. a little too soon before my car was was uh completely cooled down long time ago opened it up A little splashed around and uh, got on my lips, licked my lips. It was delicious. It's good
1: stuff, man. That's why it kills dogs. Dogs will go lick it up if it's on the ground.
0: Yeah. Well.
1: But anyways, yeah. So as far as plot stuff goes, I mean, I said the I said the phrase "holy shit" out loud when I realized that the that the secretary who's always spraying her hair with hairspray Uh that that shit was actually going to come into like a, a major part of the plot. The hairspray. Right. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. But you've got to laugh at it because that's exactly what they're doing. I mean, he's got corny stuff that, that he's saying the, the whole time. Even. And that's the thing. If you go back to horror comedy or so bad it's good, uh-huh. this fits in very well with that, and you have to laugh at it.
0: Because, that. okay, so we have. A, let's go with the finer points of a slasher like we did before. L- uh, lined him up, knocked him down. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. By the way, Shannon Elizabeth gets a great death in yeah. here. Oh, damn it. For those of you who thought that she was going to survive I apologize <laughs> But there's also a point where I thought she took a dump in the toilet Or in, in the bathtub When Oh <laughs> yeah, <remember> that. yeah. <laughs> Freaking carrot comes floating to the top I'm like,
1: She M-. forgot she had that in there
0: That's <laughs> really gross oh, Especially when I was only going to say She needs to eat better Because oh, orange shit sick. means you are not healthy
1: Well Never mind
0: What? What?
1: What? <laughs> I was just going to say that she was trying to encourage her boyfriend to eat healthy.
0: There's nothing wrong with that at all. I don't... I don't... I didn't understand any any windows in that at all. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. Holy crap, Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> I...
1: I want to s- sincerely apologize for my filter not being on and that, that comment just came out.
0: <laughs> well, so... I, I I don't know. These... The problem with these three films that we've, that we've discussed today is there's not a lot of substance no, to them. Here no. you have Jack Frost, who is the wise-cracking serial killer, and he's got some great quotes oh, yeah. that go right before the I only
1: asked you for a smoke. Exactly. <laughs> Just. Stupid stuff like that. But th- these are mindless. I mean, no, that, exactly. and that's exactly what it, You know, Black Christmas, well, maybe funny. not as much but uh but definitely you know mindless so that you can sit down and just throw them on and and you know that's probably the point of them just around the holidays just throw something on to be different than the
0: right just to just to kind of have that christmas mm-hmm. yeah i don't <laughs> i don't know i don't know i would watch i would watch jack frost again oh absolutely cuz I, I thought you know the different ways that they try and kill him too cuz
1: i thought the hairspray was going to do it and i thought the you know the other stuff was going to do it and uh-huh. it took like three or four tries although i don't understand why all of a sudden he decided or they decided that it needed to have brains and crap inside his...
0: <laughs> right.
1: ...the snowman, but... All in all, I thought it was decent. good.
0: I thought I, there was one part that was interesting that you could melt Jack Frost, you could, you know, but uh, he can change form, you know, between mm-hmm. a solid, a liquid, and a gas, mm-hmm. like on demand, Yeah, and uh, I don't know, I, I, mean, that, I mean, I'm mean, i not saying that was interesting in the, oh, that was a great idea, that was interesting, and in, that makes it tough to kill yeah. the, son, the son of a bee. Right. But... I don't know. I would give this a buy, but with the, with the caveat to it's just for shits because. Well, and that's
1: I would give this a buy for that exact. Same because
0: reason. you are not going to say invite friends over, and watch this and be serious. You are going to invite friends over and watch this, and you are going to laugh your balls off watching it because it's so dumb. Right. This could have fit in really well. Was so bad. It's good. Oh yeah. I mean, this is this is the the perfect example. In fact, I even said that while I was watching it. Yep. And I don't know. <laughs> the had not, you seen this before? I never have. Oh, okay, okay. So this was this was an experience for me. And you know, it's funny. Is there a couple out there that kind of remind me of this movie? Not just just because the way that they're marketed or the way that their uh, video covers look in the in the uh, video store. And it makes me want to go check some of those out, like Uncle Sam. I want you dead. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. You know, and it had that, like, holographic thing where if you twisted it... Right. Yeah, I want to see that now. I want to check that one. Maybe we'll do it... Maybe we'll do a President's Day extravaganza in February, and that will just be one of them or something. Anyway, I... (laughs) I don't, I don't know what to say about it. Yeah, you people. really
1: can't. Like you said, you can't really say much because there's no substance. It is what it – well, I shouldn't say that because that bothers you. But
0: Well, when people say it is what it is, they might as well have just said nothing. That's That's, right. that's what that's, – that, I guess, bothers me. I don't yeah. know. But my wife said that a couple times. I'm like, why did you even bother saying that? Right. You might as well have just said nothing. Right. But you know what? If you're out there and you like to say it, that's fine. That's fine with it's you. It's cool. Anyway.
1: Okay, so I have a few things. Okay. Uh, I learned where South Park uh, came up with their Canadians – to look at their canadians
0: <laughs> by that snowman. Yeah, there's a snowman at the end that he looks just like that. Yeah.
1: I knew what the I learned what the difference between snowman and snowmen are. Snowman. Uh carrots float. I learned that. And that there was a whole shitload of electrical outlets at the church.
0: Yeah, there were. <laughs> with the uh was that the part where they all got their blow dryers and were, <laughs> were taking them out? Yes, that was. <laughs> anyway, you got a 6 degrees. I have a 6
1: degrees. Shannon Elizabeth was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back with Ben Affleck. Yep, who was in Dogma with Salma Hayek? Who was in Once Upon a Time in Mexico with Mickey Rourke? Who was in Domino with Lucy Liu? Who was in Mulan Two with Lauren Tom? Who was in The Replacements with Bruce Campbell?
0: Bruce Campbell's in The Replacements. Yep. It's who?
1: Voice. He's voiceover in that.
0: Are you talking about the one with Canoe Reeves? No, no, it?
1: no. This is this is a cartoon that's on. The I th- I, well, I'm pretty sure it's an animated series.
0: The Re- I don't even know what that is.
1: Yeah, it's on. It's it's on recent IMDb.
0: Well, I believe you. Yeah. Did you say he was in, somebody was in Domino? Yeah.
1: Was that that? Mickey one? Rourke.
0: Was that the movie about that?
1: Uh... I have never seen it. It's with Keir Knightley, though. Yeah that's, I
0: yeah, that's another. Yeah. That's a discussion for another day, my feelings about Keir Knightley. But anyway, that those are the three fl- fl- flicks that we went over. Yeah. That we watched. But we burned right through them.
1: It's not much to it. Next yeah. week may be similar. We're going to be doing, uh, in honor of our bracelets, Love Your Junk. Yes. We're actually going to be doing movies that are not too kind to junk to remind us <laughs> of the dangers that are our toilets and how we need to make sure we take care of well, our and these. <laughs>
0: these These films just basically have some kind of a relation to junks being abused. Yep. And we're not talking about... The like self abuse your we're body not when you about, whack it or whatever. We're not talking we're,
1: about Mr. Bungle abuse. We're talking about, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> the girls of porn. Yes. We're talking <laughs> about uh, other stuff. Yes. We're so talk- do you want to name the movies that we're going to watch? Or are we not sure? We're not sure exactly. <laughs> well, we've
0: had a lot of of uh, suggestions. We've had Hard Candy. We've had uh, Day of Darkness. Days of Darkness. Florida Possum. Who, by the way, is go- gave us another death scene, which mm. we're going to play in a minute. She mentioned Days of Darkness, which I've never seen, so I want to do that one. Uh, we have Teeth, and uh, oh, there's one other one. The, oh, uh, oh, in reanimator. the Reanimator, Beyond the Reanimator, because, yeah, that there's a part in there that really makes you want, wonder about. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, but I've seen Heart Candy, and it, you know, I, it disturbed me, and I, I well, don't know. we're I want... trying
1: to avoid a topic of pedophilia on this show, and, because... We've we've run into it a couple of times, and it's just definitely not a topic that we want to broach at all. All right. So, so we're, we're going to avoid it.
0: We're going to – I think – let's do those other three. Okay. Now, the the hard part is going to be coming up with songs about wieners.
1: Well, I think we have Mr. Bungle already.
0: <laughs> we're not playing that <laughs> one.
1: Yeah, I don't know about uh, – we may have to just find some really good tunes Anybody. next week. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be feeling a little vulnerable after uh, watching those movies, I think. <laughs> yeah, no I'll really sh- be protective of my... Those would be really good to watch over the Christmas break. It uh, will be. <laughs> will, will be, be solid entertainment.
0: You know, one thing that I did for you to mention, we got an email this week from a guy who guessed the death scene, and um, he was right. He got it. It was uh, Jack Frost, actually, for last episode. But uh, he just said he's not a forum guy. And, uh, you know, the problem is, is we appreciate you... Emailing us in the problem is is the, these death scenes are a cheap way for us to have people sign up for the forums. <laughs> so, so and plus it was already it, it had already been guessed. But in in that way it's easy to kind of keep track of. Anyhow, so we appreciate the email, but uh, in order to get the prize we need to have you sign up. That's right. Is that is that being a little too retarded?
1: No, because it's only happening if somebody hadn't got it, then it would have to be like, oh, <laughs> dude, come on, you, you have it. But someone someone had already. Well, got plus it anyway. it's so easy
0: to t- keep track right. of. When uh, when it's all right there,
1: I want to throw out a challenge. It's here. Your- I want someone to. I ended up bumping into. Do we already talk about? No. What? I ended up bumping into an actor in the middle of nowhere, like a few times. I saw him. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Uh. So I, uh, so That's I bumped so into fun. this actor on um, on a Christmas evil. On end of days and also. What do you on, mean
0: you bumped into him?
1: Well, just that, just that he was on there like for short parts. I and thought then you also, were like out at some no, run-down no, 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 gas no, no, no. station. No, no, no.
0: And you kept running into like uh, Bo Bridges or something.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> and then I was watching a show called Secret of My Success with uh-huh. Michael J. Fox. Just
0: uh-huh.
1: ended up being on AMC, so I, was, I ended up watching it. Uh-huh. And I saw this guy again on a small part. So within a like, we just did end of days. So within a couple weeks, if someone can, if someone can can figure that out. Uh-huh then I will send them a bracelet.
0: Really? I will send them what a bracelet. What if I figure it out?
1: Well, I, I already told you who it was. Oh, d- but if, if if you can figure that out, I will send you a bracelet. Just uh, send me an email.
0: Sam at cadaverlab.com. That is
1: correct. The first one to get that correct is going to win a
0: bracelet. That dominates. So, screw you to all those people who already bought one because we're going to start giving them away for no, free. No,
1: we are not. Just <laughs> under certain circumstances because we want people to support because this person who's going to get one is not going to have their name on the giant check <laughs> that we take to the testicular true. reconstructive That is true. Place, so.
0: Anyway, so we'll go ahead and put in a death scene here.
1: Any questions? Yeah.
4: Who the hell are you?
6: <laughs> I'm the guy that's going to save your ass. <laughs>
3: My husband.
0: <laughs> and as usual for every week, please visit cadaverlab.com. There, you can check out the news page on the front or you can click on forums to go see what's going on up there and uh, sign up. That way you can win some cool stuff. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at feedback at cadaverlab.com or Mike at cadaverlab, Sam at cadaverlab.com. If you want to shoot us a voicemail, and uh, let us know how your holidays went. That would be great. 206-339-2730. That is 206-339-2730. Is that, do you have anything else to add for the show?
1: No, I don't think so. So, buys for all, for you on all of them, and I had two AMCs and a buy.
0: Yeah, I liked them more than you did. I feel like uh, maybe I, I, I didn't come through for you. No, no, we just
1: uh, did for an opinion. <laughs>
0: Well, did I, did I give Christmas Evil a buy? Yeah.
1: You gave every one of them a buy. That's tonight. a
0: low buy. But anyways, so I guess that is... No, actually, you gave it to AMC. My bad. Did I? Oh, yeah, okay. I was like, I don't remember. But, uh, you just cut all that out. <laughs> yeah. so from the Cadaver Lab, we will see you... Later.